Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, did you know that we have a YouTube channel? If watching interviews is more your style, then please go to our YouTube channel. If you go to our website or go to our show notes or go to YouTube and type in Cryptocurrent, you should be able to find us and find all of the incredible interviews that we've had with our guests. We are also beginning to record future podcasts so that you can go and watch at your own leisure. And now for today's episode. Hey everyone, today's episode took place at the Miami Crypto Experience. I had a one-on-one interview with Adrian and I had a great time learning more about everything that he has going on at Eternity and all the amazing projects that will be dropping soon. So if you're interested in learning more about the NFT space and all the ways that you potentially get involved, this episode is for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. What's up, everyone? Your host here, Richard Carthon, here at the Miami Crypto Experience. And after a long and amazing day, we got an amazing person right here. We have Adrian with Eternity. We just left his session, dropped a ton of great knowledge. Man, you're working on an amazing project at Therney Chain. How has it been just one, being able to come to an in-person live event here at the Miami Crypto Experience? I'm from Miami, uh, from Miami Beach specifically, and we've kind of been first to open. We had, you know, high vaccination rates, that's for sure. It's just exciting to be back in person and the conference circuit starting back up. And then we have more conferences lined up, I'm sure you know, just in six weeks from now as well. Yeah, man. And it's going to just, it's enjoyable to be able to be back in person, meet people and to network. You know, I think one of the biggest elements that's been missing through everything in the crypto blockchain space is we've been really remote and being able to come back in person. I feel like there's a lot more synergies that happen a lot faster. And not just that, to be able to have that true connection, like to really see the excitement in people's eyes when you like talk about your various projects. You know, you've been obviously talking a lot about the NFT space, have been on various panels and all that with it. But what has been some of the feedback that you've received about just the overall like excitement and wanting to know more about NFTs? Well, and I think to counter your point, the bear market from 2018 to 2020 had, you know, a lot of builders heads down building and there were conferences. And yes, there was the in-person interaction. But I think COVID actually enabled a lot of building to happen on an accelerated pace as well. So I think you see more diverse DeFi projects and obviously NFT projects. And then what the next wave is being built that's been happening in the last year. And that's why you see this huge wave of A, excitement, but B, innovation. So I think some of that was actually good. The in-person stuff is absolutely great now and, and we're connecting after building. But this whole last year enabled a lot of building to be done and the fruition coming to that. And on the NFT front, it's an exact indication because our devs weren't able to really, really fully build until starting last March, March of 2020. And here we are now. Right. And even on that note, I remember you were talking and you're saying most of your team actually is fully remote. And so even having an opportunity to be able to come in in place event where we have the NFT gala and people being able to showcase some of their work and having the Porsche out there and other things like that. 
What are some of those different elements of NFTs that you think Therny Chain is going to be able to bring to events like this and just to the world? Yeah, I think artists were the first movers in culture. And so that's why you saw the NFT space explode with the rise of, of digital artists and using the blockchain to prove provenance and authenticity. I think at Eternity, we're going to be trying to do a lot of collectible front and you're going to see a bridge to real world assets. I say with the NFT space, it's, it's taking a non-fungible token, which literally can be anything. It can be a piece of art, line of music, a line of code. Uh, a physical asset. We're doing a bat for the Fernando Tatis drop on Monday. And so it, it's taking any of those assets, bridging them across blockchain, paying with crypto down to the end user. It can be a content play, which is where the NFT space, I, I think, is kind of moving. We're here now finally transacting on both digital and physical fronts, just over blockchain, proving authenticity. The belief is there. I mean, right now there's the wave and you, you actually referred to it during your conversation, basically, as we have this gigantic wave of all these people coming in. Unfortunately, on other platforms, you had people that just released a ton of stuff without a ton of value. Now, when people try to go resell, it's at a significant loss from where it was. How was Eternity Chain positioned to kind of help alleviate some of those challenges and also make sure that when you have these new drops that you can keep providing like really good value to the people who are doing those our team at Eternity are, are just as authentic as can be. So we took half crypto natives and then half representatives and advisors and partners from arts, media, sports, entertainment, collectibles, licensing, and put us all in one. And we took that big crypto native community and built this big community because we're based on licensed, authenticated NFTs with real world value. It's not just random art by random artists about random things. But we're taking notable figures, historical figures, first to then create collectibles and real world collectibles in a way that kind of hasn't been done before in a scarce way. Also, we're not just releasing stuff every single day. It's going to be two drops a week, highly curated and create value on that collectible front for the long term. I think that's a really valuable like marketing strategy and even how you're going about it. And Well, I'll stop you there. I don't think it, it, it's not marketing. It's creating a life cycle for these NFTs. It's just getting started. Like I said, artists were the first mover advantages. So yes, these digital artists paved the way, but we're in this kind of super cycle of, of innovation and adoption and experimentation. So these digital artists paved the way and now it's, it's playing in the space. And what can you do with an NFT collection when we are going to release something with Tatis next week, Muhammad Ali the weekend after, Tony Hawk on May 12th. I mean, he's doing an NFT moment of his last 540 as a trick. So it's, it's a moment. Watch what we do with history when you can own and, and, and partake in a moment in history. And the creator and the subject is both credited and receives compensation and royalties on the resale of that. We want to make good on what the internet kind of promised in terms of one-to-one -one creation, interaction, and value add. And that's what I think NFTs can, can really create. But the sky's the limit. It's going to be limitless with what you can do and experiment with. Absolutely. There's two things that you just brought up that I want to go back to really quickly that I think was amazing. Something that blew my mind that I hadn't really considered, which was history on blockchain and being able to capture that. And then also being able to make sure that as things kind of progress over time to have your stamp on that and, and to be collecting over time. Right. But the other part of it too, is so this is kind of a, a two part question because I do want you to expand on that, but I also want you to go and expand more on the like concept 
of all of these artists that are coming for these like exclusive drops, like capturing these moments in time and being able to purpose it. So like one was one of your first drops was this is the internet. And I remember you brought up that example and I was like, oh my gosh, I've seen this everywhere. And I had no idea that this artist really didn't get all the stuff the way he was breaking it down saying, you know, if you've seen a shirt that looks like this, this is one of one. The fact that it was on Fallon and all these other places where there's an apron and there's these mm-hmm. mugs and all this stuff, like it really goes to show like how from a licensing standpoint, a lot of these artists really get messed over. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Hey, Cryptocurrent Crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up. Because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. I think for some context, our first drop, we kind of wanted to do this stealth, unhyped drop for A, our community, but B, as a a statement piece to the space. We didn't want to launch with the biggest, you know, notable figure out there and cash in on on the cachet of them nor the platform. We wanted to make a statement piece about what this is all about, whereas this Welcome to the Internet meme of the unicorn and cat meme was around since 2012. Microsoft used it in a campaign, didn't credit it or didn't compensate him. He sued and that all got worked out fine. But again, it's making good on that promise of what the Internet enabled the individual, the individual creator and the individual buyer, collector, consumer, engager, whatever you you may call it. So it was a narrative, a statement of, of what we're trying to do and experiment within the space it's going to surprise a lot of people what we're going to be able to do. And then looking at future technologies, animate, you know, with AR stuff and virtual world integration and marketplaces, there's a lot of exciting stuff. Just to go back to the history one real quick, like I, I, you showed us an example of basically... Yeah, I mean, in terms of history, we're partnering with some big name licensors that we can't really reveal yet, but taking moments in history, both the creator, but just the, the moment in and of itself, animating it, bringing it to life, and people can engage in it and its blockchain provenance is proven. So you can't just go ahead and, you know, use it for a YouTube spoof video, or you can't just, you know, use it for a greeting card, or you can't just, you know, use it on a social post. But there's value accrued to that, which is important. Thanks for the sneak peek at that. It's going to look really great. It's going to be amazing. Sorry, I almost spilled the beans, but hey, it's going to be incredible. But, you know, something else I want to bring up is just like, we are still very early in the NFT space. So yes, it's been around for a while. And yes, we're, you know, on this hype train right now in a lot of ways. But like, 
this is going to be around. This is the future. Where do you see kind of the roadmap as we like go into the rest of this year? And then where do you see us like just futuristic? Like where do you see things in like the next three to five years as well? The founders at, at Bancor, a lot of respect for. We're at the Bretton Woods Summit two years ago, the 75th anniversary, and Galio from Bancor said that the whole world will be tokenized. And this is an iteration of that. And that's from individual to individual. I mean, we used to be on a barter system, you know, dating back centuries and, and eons. And there's a little bit of that happening where it's person to person and it's not just, you know, government or economies of scale down to large masses. So I think that's an iteration of it. I've long been in media. I helped do the, the CNBC Crypto Trader Show with Ran. I was a creator before that and did a lot of branded content. You know, you saw this kind of move where corporations would, you know, mass market things. But this is now the ability for, like I said, individual creators and consumers to engage one in one. And the possibilities are limitless. Like I said, it's the artists that paved the way. Now notable figures are getting into it. But we're going to bring in a lot more consumers at lower price points to participate and be able to transact with these assets where it's not going to be cost prohibitive and it's not a cash grab, but it's more so inclusionary. We're going to be releasing these packs. And so collectors are going to be able to engage with some of these notable figures and embedded in them are going to be high valued NFTs that are super scarce, but we're going to give them to the community. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, when you were bringing that up, I was like, that was super cool to me. Like it, just like you said, from an inclusive standpoint, and that's what we're all about at Cryptocurrency to provide that way to bring access to everyone. And the fact that you can go buy a pack and then like, you know, maybe you strike gold and now you have this really super rare, valuable thing. Like it's really cool that y'all are coming up with these different ways to provide access. And I think that's really cool. And that could be across any sort of asset. I urge other NFT platforms because we think a rising tide lifts all boats. Other NFT platforms focusing on other different streams of content absolutely make some things highly exclusive and highly valued and have other assets that are high numbers that are bringing people in. I think the more you can get consumers transacting across a blockchain, it's just good for the entire industry and for who we're bringing into the fold. Awesome, man. Well, got three more quick questions for you. So just overall with the Miami experience, right? How has it been coming to this conference and just being a part of this conference? Our team is widely distributed. We're a team of 41 from Miami to LA, uh, Hong Kong, Buenos Aires, Turkey, India, Australia, all over the place. We were in LA last week and then flew in, took the red eye yesterday, right back here to Miami, where part of our team is. And the contrast is stark. The governor here, and, and like I said, vaccination rates are, are pretty high. So taking a stab at it and people are, are in person. It's, it's a special moment that people are really embracing in a, in a special way that I wasn't prepared for. I agree. The fact that people can come here and be able to interact and of course you still have, you know, social distancing, you still have people wearing masks and all of that, but to still be able to have that in-person, like intimate discussion and like have this again, like I've enjoyed this. And then still just being able to go like to even go into different booths and like being able to talk to different people, different projects all at once, have it all be in one area. Like I really miss that conference aspect of building community. Well, and they, they definitely limited numbers a Again, people who had any symptoms whatsoever encouraged to completely stay away. I've usually been masked, vaccinated, et cetera, and most people were encouraged to do so. So all the risk mitigation levels were taken. So that's why we're happy to be here. And so two more little fun questions. One, with all the knowledge that you have right now, and if you could take, let's say, all of that wisdom and go back to yourself when you first got started in the crypto and blockchain space, what are two to three things you would let yourself know or advice that you would give yourself? Hold more Bitcoin, dollar cost average in as as much as you can and get involved. That's number two. Just get involved in any sort of way. If you're 
you're a builder, a coder, or just an average investor, support community, become a community admin, get involved as much as you can, because that's the, the sort of magical thing about blockchain and crypto. So many of us have worked in other industries, media, finance, sports, you name it, and you come into blockchain, no one's a, a complete crypto native. I mean, we're a, a 12-year-old industry since 2009. So that means 12-year-olds would be the only crypto natives that we've ever had. And they're not over 18, so they're not you know, technically running corporate companies. So it's this amalgamation of people from all different fields collaborating. So get involved and collaborate. No doubt. I definitely co-sign both of those and especially the involvement piece. It's one thing to gain the knowledge. It's another thing to go and act on it. Myself, I was on the media front for so long, always wanted to build, but it was prohibitive because let's say starting a network or starting a big media company. I mean, you see corporations cannibalize when the valuations get so high and the networks come in and then you dilute the creative. I think that's what NFTs do enable because it is peer to peer and it's, and it's crypto centric. We were finally able to kind of like take a risk and take a plunge and build and see what happens. As all of this kind of keeps coming together, the big question I have that comes up is, obviously you have a lot of competitors in this space as NFTs platforms are coming to fruition because it's a hot space. Why would creators and creatives and even agencies potentially forego the other ones and come to Eternity Chain? I think we embody that crypto narrative and the crypto native in us who forms our core team that... You know, we're not coming from the outside in. Our founder, Nick Rose, has been in Bitcoin since 2011. Half our team are crypto natives who've helped other projects and help, again, lift the tide for a number of other projects. So we're not just coming in this last minute. You know, Nick iterated this with Marcelo, our CTO, about a year and a half ago, nine months ago. We deployed code. Six months really, really brought together the team. So we're not a a famous football player or a big media company just trying to cash on the space. It's real. It's very real. And I definitely appreciate that y'all are putting in the time. Y'all are, y'all are doing all the right steps and you're not trying to rush it. The fact that you've taken your time even to launch your mainnet, I think speaks volumes. Well, and, and we have DeFi. So we're huge believers in, in the ethos and just the philosophy behind what DeFi can, can empower. I think that's like the second vision of Satoshi where... DeFi, you can earn, it's an interest-bearing asset off your assets. Right. So you can stake your earn, you can you can provide LP liquidity to the network, you can become part of this network on a huge scale, and then you can also farm your stones for exclusive community NFTs. So we're community first and empowering the individual, either the collector, the consumer, or the engager in a new novel way possible, new novel ways across DeFi. Well, Adrian, I really do appreciate you spending some time with us. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about Eternity Chain? Join our Telegram for sure uh, at Eternity Chain and on Twitter uh, at Eternity Chain. It's a big community from all over the world and definitely interact. Absolutely. Well, thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you for being at the Miami Crypto Expo. And for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from OMS21. Exciting info on crypto and what's going on in the industry. Love the energy Richard brings with the guests. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. 
Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.